Chelsea's really unimpressed because I'm like coming to the end of my deadline. Yeah. And I'm properly like locked away in the bedroom, not communicating with anyone or anything. And then when Michael comes to bed, I go in the living room, in the living room and do the exact same thing, like shut the door. And, and then I come to bed at like five in the morning. Oh God. Um, and so she just, we, I, she, every time I emerge, she just meows so loudly, like, where have you been? I haven't seen you in days. Just so indignant, like, so like, and it's like, she doesn't know what to do. Like she'll like pounce on my feet and then she'll rub against me and then she'll pounce again. Like just, like she's just frustrated. And then last night I got into bed at like five in the morning mm. and she like was watching me as I got, she was like on the bed, cuddled up Michael watching me. And then she came over and she like, I felt her paws, like walk up my body. And then she like pulled the, the duvet with her paws away from my face and then just like licked my forehead for like a minute. As if to be just like, are you, are you here? Are you all right? Are you Aww. injured? Where are you? Just such concern. And then she like went to sleep on me. And I was like, oh, you... You do love me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute, it's, actually. It was so cute. It was so cute. Um, I was like, oh, I love you too, kid. I'm I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm a working mum at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but that's why I'm and then I always my neighbours must think I'm nuts because the amount of conversations they must have overheard of me being like, listen, I know I have to work and it's annoying for you, but I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it so that you can keep eating the expensive cat food. You know, I I don't want to have to demote you. Like, I like getting you the organic, hypoallergenic, grain-free stuff, you know? It's good. It, it makes your coat really nice. It's the best. You're better. so shiny looking all the time, and that's why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've given up on... There's no way my neighbors don't think I'm insane. Like, the ones we share a wall with, it's like... There's just... Because also the amount of times that I'm doing, like... I'm doing my dog's voices yeah. constantly. Like... Yeah. Anytime I go to the fridge, it's like... Oh, is that is that some cheese? Is that cheese for me? And I'm like... And it's like, what? No. Just mental. Like, you can't... Yeah, I am. Um, I just I talk to Percy like she's a person. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's the thing that must really confuse him. Is like, it sounds like maybe I'm talking to a kid or something. <laughs> yes. Like I really yes. talk to her like she's an adult who can reply. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, not even like she's a kid. Like she's a like she's a roommate. <laughs> yeah. And so I just think it must sound. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, like, and it has happened once or twice where it's been like my sister's been around and I've been doing it. She's like, do you ever think your neighbours can hear you and <laughs> think that you're insane? I'm like, yeah, probably. Well, also, the thing I've told you I have to do, like, we both do it, but like when the dogs are freaking out about like someone walking by or something, we watched a thing that was like, okay, if you go and like check on it for them to show like, it's okay, I can guard the house. You don't need to anymore. Yeah. So we're constantly like, they bark and then we get up and go, Oh, let me check that out. Oh, it seems like it's just a neighbor. Don't worry. Like, and like are weirdly narrating what's going on outside to our dogs. <laughs> but I'm sure your tone is reassuring them. Yeah. You know? It sounds, like, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, that's just someone walking to their house. Thank you so much for letting me know. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah. Is it worse when it's you and Grant or is it worse when it's you by yourself? Ooh. 
The thing is, I don't know, because when I'm by myself, I fully don't. I'm not paying yeah. any attention to how much I'm talking. It's probably worse by myself. Because uh, <laughs> at least there's someone else to be like, hey, do you want to talk to a person for a little bit? Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> like, oh, it'd be so yeah, embarrassing I, to, like, set up a, like, film myself talking to them. That, that would be, I think, yeah. the most embarrassing video of me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because I, like, I, like, make up songs. Yeah, oh, constantly. <laughs> constantly yeah. I, do you remember the very <laughs> uh you know the song crazy frog yeah of course uh for some reason i am constantly changing it to crazy dog and singing that to them <laughs> uh and then i'll play it and it's not a good song but it's really fun it's to not a good song, but it's, it's catchy it's catchy <laughs> It's catchy. So the, I guess the, the bummer is it's not even good songs half the time. It's just whatever pops no. in my head. Yeah, I just make, yeah, I make them up. Yeah. I just like will just sing to Percy about, you know, her day and how much I love her and what she's going to have to eat and stuff. That's what I'll do. It was her birthday last week. Yeah. She turned three. Yeah, that's right. I saw she had um, got some good treats. She had some good treats. She had a, a, a whole tin of the good tuna, <laughs> you know, the, the, the nice mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, she had no concept that it was her birthday, but I did. Um, and I made a fuss of her. And she was actually really naughty all day. And I think it's because <laughs> she knew she could get away with it because I wasn't going to tell her off on her birthday. <laughs> so maybe she did have a concept. Yeah, she knew. <laughs> yeah, she knew what she was doing. Um, yeah, she was three. And the cutest thing was how many of my friends sent me screenshots of their calendars with Percy's birthday so marked in it. And they were like, this is in my calendar. Happy birthday, Miss P. And I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> she's the main character of my life. Yeah. But it is really reassuring sometimes when your friends are also like, no, no, she's she's a she's definitely a main character of yes. ours. If not a main, she's like a strong supporting actor. You know? Yes. Like, yeah, good. definitely. That's so cute. Um, uh, speaking of what well, kind of birthdays, but the dogs got to meet the puppy. In, oh, my God. It's all vaccinated now so they can play. Okay. Uh, and, and I told you it's name's Turbo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so cute. Thing. Uh, Crumb, in his uh, old age of, I think he's turning four this month, next month. Um <laughs> He, like, can't hang with puppies anymore. He becomes, like, a grumpy old man around them. He's oh very, they, he, like, kind of gets a little snippy and he, like, growls. He's like, they're just too much for him. He, the whole time, yeah. he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can you, why are you running everywhere? Can you, I just need to sniff your butt. And now you're going crazy. Um, so it's very fun to see how, like, Crumb is, he's just an old man already. Mm. Um, but Cricket's, I think, on board. It, even for Cricket, he, I don't think Cricket, I don't know how many puppies he's interacted with. And even Cricket is a little bit like, this guy's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, oh, really? And, yeah. Even like, because you know how pu puppies just play insane and like he's got the sharp little teeth. And so like they're playing mm. and then all of a sudden Cricket will kind of be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was too far, buddy. Um, so we'll see. I think it'll be fine also. That was like they last night met all three of them for the first time. Um so, and I keep telling him, like, this is going to be your best friend soon. You just don't yeah. know yet. Like, it's really cute. Uh, he was wearing a sweater, though. And oh. Turbo, he's just, I got to get a picture. I keep forgetting. But. Oh, my God. I'll just have my neighbor well, send me some. 
He was in a he was in a sweater. He was in a sweater, and it was a little bit too big for him because you oh. wanted to have him grow into. <laughs> he's, he's so little, and he has to grow into it. <laughs> so cute, and he has the like razor sharp te- puppy teeth right now. Yeah. Also, and it's very funny because you're like playing with him, and then he'll like bite you a little bit. And you're like, oh, that did actually okay. That hurt. Uh, yeah, it does hurt. <laughs> They're like little needles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited to see how that uh, blossoms. Their yeah. It's it's so funny though. I like maybe I was trying to take a video because watching Crumb just immediately be like, I, I know you're too much for me, man. I can't, yeah. I can't hang. You're too rowdy. Like Crumb was born middle age. He really and just becomes more of a pensioner with each year. He really, really <laughs> did. Like it's hilarious. I can't believe Percy's gonna Percy's three now. It went by so fast. Wow, so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah, so weird. I don't even know. Yeah, no, she is three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Suddenly I'm like, wait, did I get that wrong? But no, no, she's three. She's definitely three. But just, yeah, crazy, crazy. I remember you sending me, uh, like, when you got her being like, well, I, it's not a dog, but pretty close. But it's, it's closer. <laughs> yeah. It's It is closer. She does have a lot of dog-like qualities. Definitely. Like she's just she's not chill like most cats at all. She's very curious and inquisitive and vocal. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, three is wow. is wild. But it's so funny because Crumb seems so much older. <laughs> but that's just because of his demeanor. Yeah. Like he's got the. the I mean, the, I, like, the plodding sensibilities of I, a, a man. You, I took so. When I first got Crumb, this is probably he's probably like six months old, but I had a, a commercial agent at the time, um, which is hilarious because I don't like acting, but uh, they, <laughs> they pay really well. So I was like, yeah, whatever, yeah, they put, put me in a commercial. Um, but I got an audition for it was like specifically for like, if you have a dog. Um, and I was like, OK, like, let's go, bud. And it was like me and Crumb, we went on this audition and there was a guy there. When I told him that Crumb was only like, I think I think he was six months at the time. He was like, oh, how is that dog? Like being like, he seems really old. And I was like, he's six months. And he did not believe me. He was like, <laughs> no, that's an old dog. And I was like, no, this is no. a puppy. And he was like, it's not there. I do not. He like was like, I do not believe you. This is an wow. old dog. And I was like, he's not even full grown. Like this is a tiny puppy. Because he just has an old soul. Yes. And even like as a puppy, he was like, he, he had puppy energy, you know, he would get zoomies, but he was really good in like public spaces already. Yeah. And like kind of shy. So it just seemed like that's, that's not a puppy. Puppies walk around and bite people. Like this is yeah. just an old dog. He's just, he's been an old, he's just such an old soul, isn't he? Like he's been around the block a few times. He's seen things. <laughs> You know, it yeah. just, it's like he's the reincarnation of someone's granddad. Yes. And he's, he's come back this time and he's like, I'm going to, I, I had, I fought in World War II <laughs> and now I'm back to have an easy, an easy ride, yeah. you know? He's just, he's emotional. You can see in his eyes, he just holds a lot of like stress and anxiety. And he's mm. just, and it's like, your life is good. You're fine. Yeah. But he's like, I don't know. He's, I mean, here's the thing. He, he's a Pisces like you. He's. He's just, he's an emotional boy. We feel a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was a Pisces. Even as I was saying that about him being an old soul and feeling stuff, I was like, that's a Pisces man. <laughs> <laughs> when is Crumb's birthday? It is, oh my God. I, 
Yeah, and Percy's an Aquarius like you. <laughs> That's so funny, actually. Uh, comes with his February 25th. Mm. And yeah, he'll be. That's not long. No. No. He'll, yeah, he'll be four. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, welcome to Comfort Creatures. Yeah. Hello. We've not said that yet. Hi. <laughs> um, we have a great guest mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. My friend uh, Harry Chaskin is here, who's a very talented uh, writer, director, animator. He's always working on things, but he also has uh, two dogs and a cat that he tells us all about. Um, and also you can check out his short film, Still Cut Outs, which is out today, which I also worked on. Um, and it's really, it's really, really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Let's go hear Harry talk. All right. Today we are treated with the wonderful Harry Chaskin, who is a writer, a director, an animator, uh, but more importantly, a pet owner. Uh, welcome to the show, Harry. Hey, Harry. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Um, can you let's just do kind of a, a roll call of the pets in your house? Because I, if I'm not mistaken, there's quite a few. There are. I hope you've got time. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that, that's what the show is about, right? It is, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right, excellent. Uh, so we've got, that's not that long a roll call, we've got three. Uh, we've got uh, two dogs and a cat. Okay. Uh, our oldest dog is Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his full name is Ziggy Star Dog. Amazing. Uh, he has kind of a, he's kind of a David Bowie lightning yeah. bolt pattern thing on his head. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then the puppy is Ernie, uh, uh, Ernest Hemingway. But, uh, <laughs> we call him, uh, we call him uh, er- Ernesto more often than not. <laughs> um, is he is he brooding and tortured like Hemingway? Like is no, that the vibe? That's, that's the we got we we rescued him as a puppy and named him, and then the name didn't stick with the personality. <laughs> He's much more of a. Happy-go-lucky party animal. So sort of the 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 terse like toxic masculinity didn't didn't stick. stick. No. Uh, uh, And then uh, and then we have our cat, who's actually the uh, the the longest-running member of the household, and that's uh, Boo, Boo. uh, which is short for short for Boobastus. If if you're not uh, if you haven't. Uh, seen it so far there's a there's a theme of long like mm-hmm. complicated names that have been yeah. uh, contracted for ease <laughs> and uh and at the moment that's that's all of them yeah. what's the uh, origin of of Bubas, bubastus is that bubastus? bubastus yeah the origin is that i'm a big old comic book nerd and that's the name of the genetically modified Lynx in Alan Moore's <laughs> The Watchmen. It's a very minor character. Yeah, because uh, I've read The Watchmen so and I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that is so specific. <laughs> it's mentioned like twice. Okay, uh, Oz- pet in it. Uh, awesome. But Boo is uh, actually albino. Um, she has, she has no, no pigmentation and has red eyes. And so when we got her, we were looking for something, uh, a name that conveyed sort of genetic uniqueness. Yeah. Boobastis just stuck. That's and, awesome. Uh, that's very Boo cool. works too, cause she's, she's white, like a little ghost. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, that. It's, uh. Yeah, it's multi-layered. It's good. Is she, I know that, 
I feel, and maybe I'm mistaken, but I think a lot of like white cats slash albino cats can be deaf. Have you? Yeah, heard? I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that too, and we haven't run into that. Uh, it's funny when we got her and we took her to the vet. They gave us this laundry list of like problems she was going to have, oh, wow. and kind of scared us. Like, you better look out. It's going to be a you know a high maintenance uh, <laughs> animal, and. She's like the chillest pet in the house. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's just fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, how old is she now? Uh, she is 12. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, so we've we've had her for a while. And she's tiny. She's like five and a half pounds. Oh. And, uh, oh, my God. What that keeps is me so up small. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's, she's little and she's... She's like a dog. Like she sleeps on my head every night, or <laughs> oh. or on my chest, and all she wants. I think because she's so small, she just likes to co-opt people for warmth. Yeah, so yeah. she's she's on top of everybody. All she's the like time. a third of the size of my cat. <laughs> right. Well, it was uh, her her brother. Not her biological brother. We we had another uh, cat that we sadly lost at the beginning of the pandemic, and he mm. was the opposite. He was a nineteen pound mm-hmm. like ang- angora nightmare yeah. of a thing. <laughs> so yeah. the two of them together. Uh, That's they were so both funny. Wh- they were both white though, so we could kind of play a trick on people. You'd see her like walk behind the couch, and then he'd come out the other side. <laughs> and, uh, could mess with people that way, <laughs> or do it the other way, and it's like, honey, I shrunk the cat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. What? So did you got her as a kitten? We did. Yeah. She. Uh, my wife Molly found her at uh, at a shelter. Some, someone had. Uh, Found her, and she was a kitten with kittens, actually. Oh, no. I think they told us she was six months, but she was really (gasps) more like, I don't know, however old a cat needs to be to be childbearing. Which is Uh, very young. Yeah, she was a tiny little thing, and I'm amazed that she actually, like, survived on the streets. Because... She's the sweetest, most naive <laughs> summer child of a of a cat. Like I, I forget that she somehow uh, made it out there the until we found her. L A. Yeah. What was yeah, it in L A? I guess that's a, that's a question I should ask. Yeah, this yeah. was L A. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you got Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy. We got about six years ago. Mm-hmm. We adopted him older. Uh, we got him. From uh, from the Baldwin Hills Animal Shelter in L.A., which is, I don't know, you, you know, you have, like, classes of prison, like, minimum security, <laughs> country club, medium, <laughs> max. Like, Bald- Baldwin is rough. Really? So, uh, oh, no. Yeah, you don't want to be there as, as an animal. Yeah. Um, oh. So we got... we got him there, and we adopted him older. He was six when we got him and had quite a rough-and-tumble life. Yeah. Uh, Prior to that, uh, so we've we've had him about half half his time so far, and uh, he's he's pretty remarkable. Just the transformation he's made from when we got him to now. What what, uh, what happened? What was he like? Uh, well, this is like this is like a heartwarming podcast, and I want to be. Too <laughs> we can much edit it out if it's too sad. But I do sometimes think it's good to have the sort of like the. The vast tapestry of pet ownership, yeah. you know, is right, not, yeah. it, it's up and down. <laughs> For sure. 
Yeah, I mean, we don't obviously know all the details, but we know he was basically kept outside, tied up in somebody's yard for oh, six years. Yeah. He was afraid of everything. He had mace stains on his back. <gasps> I don't know if that was from the person that was keeping him or if that was just the neighborhood and he scared people or what. He's a big dog. He's like a 65-pound dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was ask Do you have any idea what, what yeah. yeah, like what breed he is or a, a vague guess? We do. Uh, oh, Christmas Christmas gift for my wife uh, with all of the pets except Amazing. for Boo has been has been uh, <laughs> doggy DNA, DNA yes. testing. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, and he's a mutt. He's a. It's funny. He looks kind. We thought he was maybe an Australian Shepherd mix, mm. but he's actually mostly German Shepherd, Pitbull, Samoyed. Oh, uh, Samoyed! Wow. Damn. <laughs> Little little bits of other things. Uh, the, the funniest thing was, I guess, the DNA tests will show you where their nearest like biological relatives are. Yes. And we found out he has. I, I call him his rich cousins. He has a bunch of like purebred German shepherds in Boston that are uh, <laughs> related to him. So he's like he's like the black sheep. Yeah. I think. And, uh, so yeah, he's uh, it's it's funny because he's this mix of like every. Every guard dog yeah. you can think of, mm. but he's he's the sweetest, most docile. How guy, did you do you know? that? <laughs> uh, well, he like he was never aggressive. He okay. just he was a, he was afraid. When no, we got but that him, just breaks know? my heart because like he had a hard life, and it would have been easier for him to be in defense mode. But he's just a sweetheart. <laughs> I know. I think that shows like deep down, just you know who who he is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like we brought him home and you'd go to pet him and he'd just kind of shrink back, oh. and, you know, over over a period. It took like two years before he wouldn't be jumpy. But mm. now, like, he'll curl up on you on the bed. He likes to sit on the couch. He's just oh. uh, and, you know, he went from being afraid of everybody that wasn't uh, me or my wife to now anybody comes over. He runs up and says, hi, how are you? And, uh, so he's he's I, I, I don't say that we changed him. I think we just sort of uh, his his true self has been able to come through. Yeah. Which is just a, a, a goofball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how did Boo react to a dog? She didn't know what was up. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say this, but uh, like the running joke in our house, because it's true, is I think Boo is actually the dumbest of the three. <laughs> you kind of think of cats as being wily and intelligent. Yeah. Boo, Boo is not. Like, <laughs> she, and again, this is why I don't know how she survived on the street. She has like no sense of wariness or potential predators. But maybe like, that's how, because like crickets, like. A dumb little guy too, isn't he? And he yeah, survived he's on the got street. Got a goldfish brain, yeah. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe they're just like no, no, none of the big mean cats and dogs picked on them because they were like, "You're not a threat. <laughs> I can be. leave you be." <laughs> yeah, just slide under the radar. Yeah, you're not smart kind, enough to kindness. cause problems. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she reacted like she reacts when she sees any other living thing and just tried to like go up and boop him uh <laughs> with with her with her head we were more concerned the other way cuz you know he was a yeah. he was a big dog we got him we didn't really know his background so you know the first 6 months was 
It's like being on a spaceship with airlocks. We had like this little baby gate that we just sort of keep them separate and slowly introduce them. Uh, and then we realized that Ziggy couldn't care less. Uh, <laughs> I think. He, he really liked uh, our other cat uh, that we had at the time, yeah. Gus, because he was 20 pounds. And I think Ziggy thought he was another dog. Like, <laughs> He mm. kept he kept he kept trying to to sniff his junk, but it wasn't. It, it, he it thought was, it's where a, it where, where a dog's <laughs> business would be, and uh, he couldn't figure that out. He's so. like, something's not right here. Yeah. <laughs> so to to this day, I mean, he and he and Boo cohabitate, but they don't really uh, acknowledge one another. Yeah, sure. I also feel like it was probably a good mix because if. If Ziggy was super scared, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet being like, well, I don't think you're going to attack the cat because you're afraid of everything. So at least yeah. there's that. Right. And Boo likewise wasn't going to terrify yeah. him and instigate, you know, no. yeah. if every once in a while she'll give him a, she'll give him a little bap on the on the schnoz just to, <laughs> just to remind, remind him. him that she's boss. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, and then, OK, so then we fast forward a little bit. Uh, tell us about getting Ernie. So Ernie, it's our, our pandemic puppy. <laughs> but uh my wife Molly found him on a shelter website and he was a young puppy and he looked exactly like a St. Bernard puppy. We oh. didn't know what he was, but you know, the big puppies at, yeah, <laughs> puppies at a shelter, they usually go quick. Yeah. Uh, so she sent, uh, I think this was the same, I think this was Baldwin Hills too. Mm-hmm. I, I could be mistaken, but uh, she signed up to meet him. Just kind of put her name in the list and immediately got an email back that said, you're third in line to adopt. <laughs> and so we're like, OK, he's a cute puppy. You're third in line. Like nothing's nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So she she goes down and sure enough, the other two people ahead of her flaked and she FaceTimes me from the shelter with him and goes, hey, I'm, I'm I guess I'm getting this puppy. <laughs> uh, so I was uh, a little surprised, to say the least. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he was like, uh, he was tiny. Yeah. And Did they know how old he was? Young. I, really young? Like, I think he was maybe a week past the point that it's right. okay to uh, mm. to adopt. Eight he was or something. Yeah, something oh. like that. He's a, he's a big dog, too. He's like I was going to say, pounds, so how did he, did he grow into what you imagined him to be thankfully no i mean i love i love big dogs but uh a saint bernard would have been a lot in our yeah. in our little place yeah. um but we really didn't know uh he he's he's two years old now so he's not getting any bigger and he's about 60 pounds so oh, yeah. uh still still a big guy but uh luckily not uh twice that <laughs> he's yeah. not a He's not not a Beethoven. And what was the? Uh, uh, and he's. Oh yeah, I think you were saying. I was gonna say uh, he's and he's not a Saint Bernard either. Right. Apparently. <laughs> what were his DNA results? He's he's got a lot of the same stuff as uh, as Ziggy, Pitbull, mm. uh, Shepherd. Uh, but the weirdest thing about him is he's got some Sharpay. Uh, mm. It's like as as a puppy, we thought he was a Saint Bernard having an allergic reaction. He has this big <laughs> kind of fat face like <laughs> like he's got a you know you know when they when they draw snoopy how his nose is kind of like right in the middle of his snout yes. it's all swollen, yeah. swollen up around that that's that's what ernie looks like and <laughs> the sh- the shelter thought oh he's got stung by a bee or oh. something 
And then we had him, and we got him checked out, and the vet was like, no, nah, man, that's just his face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he basically looks like a miniature, uh, a miniature St. Bernard with a fat face, uh, but... Actually, he's he's just another another mix of things, and we found out that all of his relatives are uh, in Mexico. Oh so wow! I don't know, like what the process was of him making his way here, but uh, that's yeah. where so that's Ernesto where his family is correct. Is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. which is funny because we were call we were calling him that before before we tested him and. Then realized, oh yeah, that is your yeah. name. Sometimes <laughs> your name picks you, man. You know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's an Ernie though, more than anything. Just, yeah, uh, that's adorable. And how does he how does he get on with the others? Like, does he fit into the little dynamic? He does. I mean, he's definitely he's the baby of the family, and and he knows it. He's the highest energy. He craves attention. Uh, it's funny, like. When we first got him, he followed Ziggy everywhere. He was like, you got to teach me how to be a dog. And, <laughs> uh, now he's as big as Ziggy and uh, kind of just, I don't know, like, I don't think he realizes Ziggy is like an old man. <laughs> yeah. He's just always, always kind of nipping at him and saying, why don't you play with me? Come on. And, uh, and he loves Boo. Ernie loves really? Boo. He'll, really? Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll seek her out. He, he gives her he gives her kisses and I'm like, but because he has this giant like sharpay snout he carries water and drool wherever wherever he goes so like i'll be working at the computer and boo will come jump on my lap and she's sopping wet and I'm like, uh, ernie was uh, ernie was paying attention to you wasn't he um, does boo mind because most cats I, don't enjoy moisture I think she's okay with it. Like Does she she'll, love she'll him go, as well. She tolerates him, but she will <laughs> she will seek him out. Like she'll cuddle up to him uh, when she's cold, and uh, <laughs> you know she'll she'll follow him around sometimes. Uh, the only the only time it's trouble is when he decides he wants to play and chases her because I think Ernie doesn't realize his own size yeah, since we raised him. We raised him from a pup, so he's now a 60-pound lap dog. Mm-hmm. And we also, because he's got this cute, fat face, we were always, like, putting our face up against his. So he has no concept of personal space or boundaries <laughs> when it comes to other other people or animals. So, yeah. And I guess now, like, yeah, when he was a puppy, the little dribbly fat face was was like really cute but now it's like a bucket of saliva on your on your head when you, exactly yeah you know we have we have this toy basket in the corner of the room and uh in his toy basket is what we call the ernie rag uh and it's just you know a big blue towel that uh any time he goes to get a drink of water we try to catch because like he he, it doesn't stay like he gets 50% of it. And then the other 50% just drips out his flaps uh, all over the house. So. Uh, it's, hard. Good, it's like after you've been back from the dentist image. and you can't drink any, like in, you're just drooling. And you're like, this is terrible. It's like that all the time for him. I know it's, uh, I, I, I I feel bad for the guy a little bit because it's not just water. Like when he eats, we give him wet food and he always ends up with food on his nose that he can't, like his tongue doesn't reach his nose. We go outside and play Frisbee with him and he needs to use his paws because he can't, 
with his mouth get the frisbee oh. off the ground because oh, of his big <laughs> like, face. Yeah, there's this buffer of like uh, flesh that means it's he can't such, uh, he can't reach anything. It's such a funny image. Like just this, like I can't wait to see a photo now. Yeah. I'm really because I've really conjured a picture in my head of what Ernie looks like. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you a picture. I have Please. I have one of the I have one of the two of them. Uh, Ziggy's older and, you know, he has stomach issues sometimes, so we'll make him chicken and rice and uh, have a picture of the two of them. And Ernie loves when uh, when that happens. Yeah, but he he just, he's, got like, he's got like five grains of rice just stuck to his nose. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with more from Harry. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Hi, I'm Alex Schmidt. And I'm Katie Golden. And we make Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, a podcast about why seemingly ordinary stuff is actually the title of the podcast. Using tons of research, we take a joyful look at history and science and stories. And jokes. About the ordinary stuff in your life, because that's what makes those things amazing. Also jokes. So get excited about paper clips. Get thrilled about pigeons. Get all psyched up and running around the room about the imperial system of weights and measurements. For real, there's whole episodes about that stuff. Hear them anytime and hear new episodes Mondays at MaximumFun.org. If you, um, no, go on, Alexis. Oh, I was just going to ask if you had pets growing up. So if yours is more relevant. No, no, no. It was, that was basically my question. (laughs) Wow. Synchronicity. Of of one mind. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was, I was lucky growing up. We had, I I grew up with a menagerie of animals. Uh, Oh yeah. My parents, my parents had an old English sheepdog named, named Oliver. (gasps) That they actually got, they got when they got married. So he was uh, the first child Mm -hmm. in the house. And (laughs) then I came along, I think, two or three years later. But uh, so I I grew up first and foremost with a gigantic dog. (laughs) Just following me around. Uh, And then in my... In my youth, my youth. Well, that sounds that has more gravitas. Well, than, you're 95 uh, now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, people tell me I look great, but uh, you know. uh, uh, as a kid, we had cats as well. Um, I think we had yeah, we had three three cats uh, from my tens to to teens mm. and. Uh, Ollie overlapped with some of them, so there were there were always animals Aww. in the house. My mom was my mom was a huge animal person. Yeah, uh, when she was around, and uh, she was always bringing home strays. So, uh, 
you know, I was raised by raised by a crazy cat lady. Yeah, and I feel like it always carries over. <laughs> You're like, that's one. normal. Yeah. You're supposed to have mm-hmm. a bunch of animals in the house. Why why wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. And uh and my wife uh wasn't really mm-hmm. allowed a dog growing up. Mm-hmm. So now she's making up for lost time. Yeah. And, uh, that's me for sure. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. just I'm gonna we and then we just have the cat at the moment. But when I have space, I'm getting everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> because, yeah, my, we didn't really have pets growing up either. Because obviously, you were so Ziggy was a bit older when you rescued him. But, like, when you rescued Ernie, were you like, yeah, we want a large dog? Like, that's what we're going for? Or. Not necessarily. It's a good question. Not mm. necessarily. I think for me, uh, the only. Like, I'm fine with a, with a medium size or even a small-ish dog i'm just i'm not personally into really small dogs Mm -hmm. like uh i don't know my stepmother had uh two maltese uh that were uh, cute but (laughs) and you know i i I loved them in their own way but it's uh not not the temperament that i would uh choose Mm -hmm. i think uh i don't know yeah. The bigger the bigger the bigger a dog is, usually the more chill they yes. are. And yeah, as someone with two small dogs, I'm the same way. <laughs> I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, space dictates sometimes. I think as well. Like yeah. I just think, yeah. Like I'm ba- basically like whenever I think about my future pets, I'm like, it depends on the size of the place I'm in, mm-hmm. and then. In my future, where I live in like a big house in the Irish countryside, I'm like, I'm gonna have Great Danes. <laughs> I'm gonna have some Bernard. So you know, it's it's. Um, I understand how you ended up with two little ones. Yeah, space like and so. what you find on the road, <laughs> on the yeah, street. You gotta get an, yeah. you gotta get an Irish wolfhound. Oh, that is the dream. That's the dream. Oh, That's the dream for yeah. sure. They're amazing. They're like mythical looking. I'm obsessed with them. I know. Yeah, me too. Have you seen the ones in North Hollywood, Harry? around there's yeah there's two irish wolfhounds that i've seen a few times like near like tony's darts away um really and every time i'm like what are they they just suddenly like a mythical creature has turned the corner and it's like what are you doing here i'll have to i'll have to go uh (laughs) spend more time at tony's uh keep an eye out for there are two there are two old english sheepdogs in los feliz that i'm kind of obsessed with what are they like temperament wise they're meant to be quite good family dogs aren't they oh yeah they're great i mean i my my only experience was with with one of them mm-hmm. uh with ollie mm-hmm. but he was just a big a big dumb a big dumb sweetheart <laughs> uh they're super super low-key uh not very you know you, you walk them once a day for 10 minutes and that's the exercise they need <laughs> uh mm-hmm. the the funniest thing with ollie is you know they do have the hurting instinct and so you know you know i was i was a toddler uh when he was <laughs> middle-aged and we'd have you know all, all the all the baby friends would come over as you do and he would herd all these three-year-olds like into a line if i had a birthday party he'd just kind of gen- gently headbutt all the small children into a line and then look very satisfied with himself and say oh, i've done my job right. you're um, welcome yeah. That's so great. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're very low key. My favorite picture of Ollie that I still have is he's out in our backyard in New Jersey where I grew up and there's a frisbee flying through the air one way and he's looking the total opposite direction. <laughs> it's just it's 
kind of kind of him in a nutshell. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like we should, before we even get to the last question, I kind of want to talk about Steel Cutouts now in case people try and, sure. and not listen to us talk about it. <laughs> sneaky, yeah. yeah leave yeah, a, little, yeah. Sneak leave it a in. little suspense. Yeah, normally I do it at the end, but I think I'm going to sneak it in now. Because Harry made a wonderful film that I was lucky enough to work on uh, many moons ago now, and it's getting its online release. Will you will you tell everyone about it a little bit? Yeah, of course. Uh, that was many moons ago, but uh, I don't I don't know if you know this, but animation takes a very takes very a long, long time. time. Uh, I've I've heard that somewhere. But it, it takes a while. Uh, so yeah, Steel Cut Oats has been a a personal passion project for uh, it's it's been in the making for six years now, and it's a stop motion live action hybrid short film, kind of in the tradition of Ray Harryhausen, with uh, live action actors and stop motion creatures and monsters, and cool. it's kind of my own pulpy noir retelling of the golem folktale from Eastern Europe. Uh, Very you know, cool. Rabbi builds a creature out of clay to protect the town. Uh, but in the case of this, it's a washed up boxer who builds a creature out of oatmeal to protect himself from the mob. And he ends up raising it as a son. And so, you know, it sort of starts in this pulpy space, but then gets kind of poignant and becomes more of a meditation on legacy and children and sort of how you how you encourage or discourage uh, the people you mentor to follow in your footsteps. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I hope people like it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. Got, uh, that sounds great. It also That's has such so a cool. fun. Like every uh, Los Angeles comedian is in that short. Um, it's it's such a fun cast to look back on now. I'm like, whoa! That's how I met everyone. Apparently, I like I'll forget. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every everybody, every I'll 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 name drop a few of yeah. uh, of my of my friends here. Everybody's in it: Rachel Bloom, mm -hmm. Payam Banifez, mm -hmm. uh, Brian George, Dan Lippert, Dave Tooney, Justin Michael. It's uh, a very very cool cast. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the. the I, I joke about this, like the longer it takes you to make a project, the more you can hope that everybody other than you gets really famous and successful. Because uh, it's like, if I sit on this long enough, uh, everybody's going to be doing better than me. And, uh, <laughs> people will watch it, I hope. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then if, okay, so I think yeah. it comes out the day that this gets released. Where where do cool. they, where, where can they go look? We'll link it, but where can they go look? Uh, it's going to be... I'm putting it everywhere. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be on Vimeo. You can okay. go to that's kind of a long URL though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm bad so. at this whole self promotion no, thing, no, but uh, if if you go to my website harrychaskin.com, it'll be the the front page there. Perfect. That's probably the the easiest path. Yeah, I feel like it's just good to know that it's like you don't have to go to like watch movie funtime.com like it's going to be on everything so <laughs> mm -hmm. backslash oatmeal forward slash stop motion <laughs> yeah. golem slash slash ucb slash exactly gov. and then there's like uh, 10 pop-ups yeah. you have to get through and then and then oh, you yeah. watch it <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought I thought about making like an old school GeoCity site with a counter and a little animation that follows the cursor. Uh, yes. Just make it as as obnoxious as possible. Uh, we'll see if we can get that going by uh, Thursday. Yeah, you've got a couple days. <laughs> um, okay, great. So, back to pets. 
We're done with promoting you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. That's what that's what we're really here to talk about. Is <laughs> yeah. Okay, then I think we should do our our classic question at the end of every interview, uh, mm-hmm. which is: If you were an animal, what animal would you be? That is a great question. It's kind of a kind of a riff on the Barbara Walters tree question. Oh, what did she mm-hmm. ask? I don't know uh, this. She asked us, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I'm going to pretend that's Uh, where we got it. (laughs) Nice. Well, now you can say that. Just (laughs) cut that part out. Um, If if I could be any animal, I think I would be a tortoise, a giant tortoise. I think there's... That's a good one. It's fascinating to me that they can live for, you know, a thousand years or... Mm -hmm. We don't know how long, and I think uh, just kind of <laughs> yeah. be, being able to slowly and methodically plot across the earth and uh, and see the changes that happen over that span of time would be really interesting. Yeah. Plus, you get a cool shell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you've, you've got like your house on your back. You're always packing light. It's yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, if 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 you're lucky, Terry Pratchett right might have st- write write a story about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, many really. <laughs> Yeah. And they're nice because they like, I actually think they have pretty distinct personalities. Like the people that have mm-hmm. them are like, they're, 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 mm-hmm. they're there. They're not just like a vacant, like reptile. They're, they're fun and they, they love snacks. Who doesn't? Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of very <laughs> cute videos of tortoises eating strawberries and the little sounds they make are really cute. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I know what I'm looking up uh, immediately <laughs> after we're done recording this. I was just thinking, what do tortoises eat? Everything. Yes, uh, strawberries. Yeah. I think I, think I, I like strawberries. I could I could do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could you could definitely get on board with the tortoise's way of life, I feel. Yeah. I think so. And these strawberries yeah. you speak of just sweeten the deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was a perfect answer. Um, cool. Well, I think that's, that's all the things. I guess... Is there any, where can people follow? Are you on Instagram? Are you on? Uh... Uh, I am on Instagram at uh, H Chaskin. Nice. Uh, but, but that's kind of the only, the only social that I uh, partake of. But I'm there. I'm on my Very website. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, you'll find me aimlessly wandering the streets of Los Angeles uh, <laughs> looking for looking for dogs and short film ideas. So if you see me, wave hi. That is a short film idea, though, no? The, 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 a man wandering looking for dogs in Los Angeles. That's pretty good, yeah. There you go. Uh, thank you so much Maybe for being here. Maybe that's your guess. next novel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks so much for having me on. It was well, great chatting so with you both. Thanks so much for coming, and, Harry. Uh, Yeah, have a good rest of the day. I've just been thinking about how much I want a big dog. (laughs) That's that's what I've taken away from this. I'm like, I I really want a big dog. And I live in London and it's so hard to have big dogs in London. (sighs) Yeah. But I really want a big... Because I think the thing... Small dogs are definitely more convenient when you live in a city. And that's probably what what I would do first. Mm -hmm. But the idea of a dog that can hug me back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, oh, you also, know. Also, just, like, walking a big dog, there's, like, this weird, like, it feels empowering. Yeah. Like, this is my wolf companion. Whereas, like, yeah. <laughs> walking these little I like the idea sausages. of, like, 
I like the idea of the like as a woman being scared to walk at night. Yeah. But if I had like this massive dog, yeah, I would probably feel like I could do that. Yes. You know, like yeah, I am gonna walk at eleven o'clock. Walk the dog at eleven o'clock at night because I have a German Shepherd on one lead and a Wolfhound on the yes, other. Exactly. Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It'd be like that would be amazing. I, uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I walked dogs for a little bit, and uh, one time I got this like. I'm pretty sure it was like a wolf mix. It was like, mm. it was it was bigger than a husky. And I remember like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk this. It was in downtown in like a one of like the bigger Skyrise apartments. And I was like, how do you have this? But walking yeah. it downtown, I was like, I get it. This is incredible. Like nobody, yeah. nobody can say anything to me. I am walking a wolf. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. How was it in the apartment? Was it okay? Yeah, apparently. I mean, I don't know. It was like I worked for one of those like dog walking apps, so okay, I didn't yeah. get to like know them or anything. Yeah, but, I would. Yeah, I would love to because maybe it's like with um, greyhounds, mm-hmm. they're really good. That's true. Like they're they're good in small spaces because they're as Harry aptly said, the bigger the dog, the chiller they tend <laughs> to be. You know. So yeah. yeah. Um, if you have a big dog, you could tell us about it in a Ready Pet Go. Um, and you can either record Please that. Do. Yeah, record that or uh, type it up and send it to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org is our email. Um, and then obviously follow us on social media. If you're not already, we are at Sea Creatures Pod on Twitter, uh, yes. Comfort Creatures Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and obviously join the Discord if you're not in there. It's been really fun yeah oh merch yes we have merch merch we have mugs we have t-shirts go buy them they're great Mm -hmm. they're very cute alexis has designed them (laughs) would absolutely recommend that being something you add to your mug and t-shirt collection yeah um so you can do that at maxfun.org slash merch i think so yeah yeah that's right and if you want to support us Mm -hmm which we always appreciate, um, go to maxfun.org slash join. Yes. You can become a member and you get cool perks and like bonus content and lots of other things. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all, all the things. All the things. Yeah. I've been Alexis B. Preston. And I've been Ellen McLeod.